morning. I am going to discuss the fourth uh, cognitive distortion, which is called disqualifying the positive. And as the name would imply, this is very much about gravitating towards the negative. It's a little similar to the mental filter in the sense that anything that's positive gets disqualified and anything that's negative gets reaffirmed. Now, and, uh, <clears throat> we've all had a, f a friend feeling down that we've uh, tried to cheer up at some point in time and we've after we've tried to cheer them up and we've said certain nice things, they have refuted everything that we have actually said to them. That's an example of disqualifying the positive. So whatever negative is said to someone, that is what resonates. So you could say one negative thing and a hundred positive things and the 100 positive things will be disqualified and the negative thing would resonate. So that's disqualifying the positive. We have to admit very few things in life are all good or all bad. If you have to, you go and take a vacation to a place in paradise, there's still the, uh, the, the plane ride, the uh, the cruise or whatever form of transportation you have to take to get there. But nobody focuses on the negativity of the transportation which takes them there. We focus on the actual trip, right? And so, because if you focus on the transportation, how cramped it was, how long it was, uh, just uh, you uh, were sitting next to someone who just wouldn't uh, stop talking or you were sitting next to someone that you couldn't get a conversation out of. You will arrive at your destination all grumpy. So everything cannot be negative. The laws of probability say that. So clearly this is a cognitive distortion. If someone is constantly disqualifying the positive. It means that every single day is kind of geared up to be negative in some respect. Gratitude can, of course, help alleviate their negative thinking. Look at the things that we've got and be thankful for what we've got and where we actually are. Clearly, it's a cognitive distortion if everything is negative. And it's actually a uh, serious error for anyone who knows God, who believes in God, to actually say that everything is negative. Oh, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, right? That's clearly a positive promise of God. So... We have to examine this or in the light of God's word. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 4 says that Satan, or 
as he's called by Paul in this uh, passage, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving so that they may not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. But Satan has also blinded the minds of the believing, right? He has actually restricted in many of our minds the benefits that we get from God, the blessings from God. Very few people believe that God has given us all things in heavenly places through Christ. Very few people believe that God has given us everything pertaining to life and godliness. Well, why do very few people believe it? Because Satan has caused this lie that it's not for us to actually resonate. And as long as we continue to believe Satan's lies, the abundant life that uh, was said was given to us by Christ in John 10, verse 10. He came to give us life and life more abundantly. We will not be able to enjoy that life. It's there, it's available, but the lie of Satan is that it's not. The lie of, of Satan, clearly, to every Christian, wherever you are, is, well, this is as good as it gets. It doesn't get any better than this. And that clearly is not true. So disqualifying the positive is a great big lie from the enemy which prevents Christians from enjoying the benefits of God. Many people believe that, okay, uh, I got my uh, salvation and now I'm just meant to be miserable. Well, clearly, that's not the case because God wants us to be a light to the world. In other words, for us to demonstrate to the world the benefits of actually knowing God. The world should want what we have. And if you are not living that abundant life where unbelievers want what you have, then clearly you're not living the abundant life. Mark 7 verse 21, For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed the evil thoughts, fornications, thefts, murders, adulteries. So already the sinful nature, the old Adamic nature, is predisposed to negativity already. And then once our experiences, living gets added on to that, we have more of a slant towards the negative. And so we have to come against, the, uh, against sin, self, and Satan. And the only thing that can do that is the truth. Jesus said that we shall know the truth and the truth will set us free. Well, what does the truth set you free from? From the lie. The truth is a key that unlocks the lock of the lie that has us shackled. But the lock only gets unlocked through belief. You have to 
believe the truth in order for it to unlock that shackle, those shackles that we are wearing. It's very, very important. It's not just the truth. Jesus says that you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. So you have to believe that the truth has to get inculcated into your spirit in order for it to be effective, almost like the way that medicine has got to get into your system in order for it to be effective, right? Here's another verse of scripture. 1 Peter 1 verse 13, Therefore prepare your minds for action. Keep sober in spirit. Fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Because of these these negative thinking patterns, we have to prepare our mind for action, prepare our minds for attack, because we are going to be attacked by the fiery darts of the enemy. And we know that they are lies. Where a lie has the power and where truth has the power is in believing it, is in actually believing it. We believe a lie, we get shackled, we, we, we're in bondage. We believe the truth, we become unshackled or free from bondage. So here's the most important thing to know today is that regardless of who you are, what kind of a life you've lived, all that needs to happen for you to be free and for you to be enjoying the life that Christ has got is for you to believe the truth of God's word. It's only the truth of God's word that sets anyone free. I always uh, told people this is that um, psychology, there's truth in psychology. There's, of course, there's truth in theology, but psychology is just a tool to be able to administer the theology. The psychology is a tool. It's not a form of treatment. The theology is what actually treats, what sets a person free, but the psychology is just a tool to be able to administer the theology, just like a syringe is a tool to be able to administer a vaccine, right? It's not the syringe or the needle, it's the medicine that's inside the syringe. So this is why we study psychology, because psychology gives us the tool to administer the theology. And this is what Christian counseling is about. And so we have to now take all of these thoughts captive. It's the psychology that gives us the ability to take the thought captive. But it's the theology that actually cures the thinking pattern, regardless of which one of these 10 thinking patterns you fall into, or it could be all 10. I did. I had a little bit of overlapping with everyone. 
but it doesn't matter. The psychology is administered to enable the theology to set us free from the actual bondage. Once again, this is Robert Wilson with Care in Counseling. For counseling, give me a call, 401-536-8436. Let's get your thinking fixed so that you can start living the life that God wants you to live. Don't forget, in order to live better, you have to think better. It is necessary. You cannot live better without thinking better. Thinking patterns have to change. Thank you, and uh, everyone have a blessed day.